Dong and a wine and a bubblan. Round a back does a jump, this a troublan. Boss a hug up and a couple and a cuddle and a wine up me body and a bubblan. Me know me good, good. Have me body does a wine and a boom, 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 boom. Have me body does a jump and a boom, 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 boom. Men know about dash wet. Wine pan a rhythm, yeah. Remix ya slap wet. Spice and bust. I'm in a queue where they match at him. He's a pimp. Lady hustle again. Sit up on the rhythm. Love all your body so muscular. You feel do the one drop. Muscle wine trap. Set her together. Dep on your head top. See, we get you popping. My muscle, you really dead stock. While women under my spell, you got your chick in the headlock. Peaceful a girl. Believe Rihanna. No day I am. Hand in the ear. When your body do my skit on it. Girl with me a look. Anything else is a disconnect. No stand up in a dance and I do nothing. That look incorrect. Disrespect is set fire. Burning them like a cigarette. Let me get back to my chick. Show the bounce and watch how she represent. Camera phones be filming. Look, mommy. See, I ain't finished yet. We did you like we got us a billion views on the internet. Yes, I saw me like it. Look for me, buddy, on me whine it. On me catch it and I whine it. Bubble and I sit down and I whine it. Yes, I saw me like it. Look for me, buddy, on me whine it. On me catch it and I whine it. Bubble and I sit down and I whine it. Move my body like a ballerina, shake it like a tambourine. I'm whining it, I'm dropping it, and I sink it like a submarine. Like my man look fresh and clean, but spank like you have an M16. I'm just for this, I got this. Take my to the music boys, them like the way I do this. Have my bumper jumping up and down. Look at it, bust your iris, bust the rhymes. It's on the remix. Maybe I should say a refix. We so hot, we had to keep this. Bet you can't believe for me this. <laughs> Wine pandy ready, man. I sit down pandy bait. My body writes on me, man. Now nah, fit it. Phone take a picture, yeah, that you fit wait. Tell them, girl, them wine, yeah, them cave. Look, yeah, pull it and I catch it pandy beat. Me does a drop it. Hold me twerk it and I slap it pandy gong like me, I mop it. Hold me stuck it and I pop it and I wine it and I lap it. Take a picture, your fist slap it. Face book it, but crap it. Yes, I saw me like it. Look, pandy body, you me wine it. Hold me catch it and I wine it. Me never born, yes, it eh? But about wine that you give me today. Think me a joke, stick a bet and say fair. Tell me, I hope you are here when me say. Me body so right, fit, fit, do Madeline. Lick like semi at the age 13. Me say, when you touch me, me wetter than the marine. Time from Jamaica, fit the love of Farin. Say, I'm a one, you tip on your toe, then you bend down low. Show everybody you are pro. You bring it up slow, girl. You are lead, you are go. Why you tip on your toe, then you bend down low. Show everybody you are pro. Why you drop it low, then you bring it up slow, girl. You are lead, you are go. See me put up me love for the grabbing. Right. I'm ready for receive good attacking yeah, love. Yeah. That why you give me boy ready for me drop him touch right. Hold me neck, give me little lip locking. Yeah. Open like the window, catch on the edge like veranda. Press on the gas like a Honda. From you got the good na 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 na. When you tip on your toe, then you bend down low. Show everybody you are pro. When you drop it low, then you bring it up slow. Girl, you are lead, you are go. When you tip on your toe, then you bend down low. Show everybody you are pro. When you drop it low, then you bring it up slow. Girl, you are lead, you are go. Hear me, 
a say me never born yesterday. But the bad wine that you give me today. Think me a joke, stick a bet and say fair. Girl, me I hope you are here when me say. Me body's all right, fit, fit, do Madeline. Lick like say me at the age 13. Me say when you touch me, me wetter than the Marines. Like from Jamaica, fit the love of foreign. Say, girl, me want your tip on your toe, then you bend down low. Show everybody you are pro. Me want you drop it low, then you bring it up slow. Girl, you a lead, you a go. Me want you tip on your toe, then you bend down low. Show everybody you are pro. Me want you drop it low, then you bring it up slow. Girl, you a lead, you a go. She left from Toronto. Me invite her up in a me condo. She wants me rougher than Rambo. Girl, your body sexy like me Lambo. She no want cash fee. We do the tango. Me give her me Jamaican bambo. Girl, your bumper so start a commotion Yellow, you mean I'm back all Kogan Come get your groove on Pony Island Break it like a stripper, break it like a stripper, baby, break it like a stripper, yeah, you know, 
Happy Monday! New week! Yes, new opportunities. Gotta say good morning to all the listeners around the world logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app, J A H K N O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. Thank you so much for being here with me. It is Monday, September 12th, Move It Monday. We're doing it in Soka. But nah, scratch that. We're doing it in Soge style. So what is Soge? It's a blend of reggae, well, not reggae, dance hall and Soka. <laughs> Ah, yeah, so that should definitely wake you up if you even had if you have not had your coffee this morning I had two cups, but I forgot to put my rum in there. Yeah Thank you so much for joining me for coffee and told world news on the go every Monday through Friday 9 a.m To 12 p.m. Eastern where I read the news and we share our views and of course we gotta have music with the madness don't forget to follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok moments with me media and the me and everything is MI coming up after this we're gonna have the headlines so don't you dare go anywhere unless you're just gonna get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea whatever your preference is I know we have listeners around the world for some folks it's in the nights for some it's afternoon whatever the time of day is for you I just thank you for being here y'all had a wonderful weekend got some rest if you needed it got some chores done if those were there pending and i hope y'all got to enjoy yourselves even a little bit it's very important that you hit that reset button i know i burned a lot of calories this weekend Thanks to music. 
love the way she looks. Her pretty face and smile got a hold on me. And the way she moves. Ready to take on the week? Yes, I am. And now it's time for us to talk about the headlines we have coming up for you today. In international news, strong earthquake detected in Papua New Guinea. Russian troops retreat after Ukraine counteroffensive. Indians have moved on since the Queen took the throne, but they'd like their Kohinoor back. Modern slavery shoots up by 10 million in five years. In news out of North America, Florida sex trafficking bust leads to the arrest of 160 people. Cartersville, De Georgia deputy police chief and two Disney employees among list. Boy Scouts of America receives billions in funding to help support the organization amid slew of child sexual abuse claims. Atlanta police investigating a woman shot. A second victim arrived on the scene shot asking for help. Illinois becomes the first state to pass a purge law that allows criminals to be released without bail. Louisiana, Oregon, Alabama, Tennessee, and Vermont will decide on removing slavery and involuntary servitude from their state laws in upcoming election. Okay, I'm, I'm a little stunned right there, but you know what? We're going to read the article so I can get a clearer understanding of that one. Yeah. In business and tech news, Burger King invests $400 million into its restaurants to upgrade stores and boost overall sales. Google set to disable booking feature for flights on its website by March 2023. Chipotle disables online taco ordering following a $3 burrito hack. Credit card companies will adopt new sales code for gun transactions. In health and science news, vitamin D will not protect you from COVID or respiratory infections, and this is according to a study. In sports news, Las Vegas sex worker offers an exclusive deal to the Las Vegas Raiders players and staff. Well, okay then. McDaniel era starts with the win. Dolphins top the Patriots 27. Out of the Caribbean corner, Antigua plans to hold referendum on whether to become a republic. Earthquake shakes near Dominica and Guadeloupe. Jamaica records best summer for tourism in country's history and full speed ahead. Prime Minister cites value in extending high schooling to seven years. Authorities hope the $12 million Negril sign will increase foot traffic in the area. 
Story out of Latin America, Colombia and Venezuela to reopen shared border to cargo transport. No, believe it or not, news today in entertainment news, though. Judge orders R. Kelly's prison account and more than $27,000 to be emptied. Chelsea Clinton confirms she's no longer friends with Ivanka Trump, says she went to the dark side. New Jack City Live gives a Classic, a fresh set of eyes on stages nationwide. Comedian D.L. Hughley condemns Twitter users for lacking compassion during Queen Elizabeth's death. Ah, (laughs) The Stockholm Syndrome is indeed alive and well. We'll be back with the details after this music break, so don't you dare go anywhere. Girl, you so hot and so sexy You won't feel bad everybody Do it again one time, two time, three time Do it again non-stop Wind up your body non-stop Jiggle up your body non-stop Do it again non-stop Girl, dance for me non-stop Wind up your body non-stop Jiggle up your body non-stop Do it again non-stop Girl, dance for me Girl, you what yeah, me Natasha Out of the girls, them are you and me prefer All them are try, girl, you are the best You make me a la 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 Whining machine, you a whining machine Jiggle up your body and Do it for me that way, bend over back way Back it up for me then Whine and catch, you got it like Girl, praise it on the cup then Somebody call the fire chop chop, the fire chop chop A hot girl in the club and she a bun it up She a show me all the booty bubble up Show me go behind her and me start rub it up I'm so tempted to touch girl, tempted to touch you Look around Girl dance for me non-stop Wind up your body non-stop Jiggle up your body non-stop Do it again non-stop
right I'm in love you, I rub up your body against my knee You strike me with a lightning bolt And you say you know you want to me up, you walk it out Me ready for you, let's go Me well wife, you know what your love's all about The way we are rubber, the bond, the dance floor But you have me aroused Just wind up my body and I boom and bend over Boom and bend over, boom and bend over Wind up my body and I boom and bend over Happy Monday. Thank you so much to all the listeners who are logged on to QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone. Remember, for quality music while you work or play, log on to QMZRadio.com. It will definitely help you get through your day. JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Take us on the go. And of course, gotta thank everyone here with me on Clubhouse. This is where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. And you're listening to Coffee and Toe, world news on the go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Good morning, Javette. Good morning, Orange. And good morning, Rosola. I hope y'all had a wonderful weekend. Hope all the listeners out there had a wonderful weekend as well. Recharged, re-energized, and ready to take on this week. And it is time for us to get into the details, and of course, we're starting off with international news. Let me tell you something. I, I I, I blocked out the news this weekend. Blocked it out. I had to. So I got my a lot of my updates from TikTok and um, IG. Oh, I is tired, 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 tired of hearing about this thing, the queen. <laughs> I was told I need to be respectful, right? You know what I respect? <laughs> the revelation. <laughs> I respect those who are spitting the knowledge and allowing our eyes if they were closed, to be open. That's what I'm happy for. That's what I'm respecting this morning. Yeah. It's like every... <sighs> oh, child. I'm, all, I'm tired. So this morning, I'm scouring, and I'm like, is there nothing else to talk about? Y'all having her body up in church every single day. Why wasn't her ass in church every single day before she died? Y'all go put her ass in church. Now she dead. Every day. <laughs> Let me behave myself. I'm going to. It's Monday. Uh-uh. Stop whiling today. Javette, I'm going to behave myself. I'm out of control. I'm out of hand. But I'm sick of it, right? I am sick of it. Everybody must. Stop, pause what what they're doing because this woman dead. People die every day. We mourn those we know and those we love. I'm not mourning nobody I don't know. I'm sorry. Every day? Every day you all gonna have her her body in a in a in a um 
church. Let me ask you a question. Think about meat. You take it out of the freezer, you defrost it, you put it back. You take it out of the freezer, you defrost it, you put it back. You take it out, you put it back. What happens to the meat after a while? Good morning, James. I'm glad you're here. What happens to meat when you keep freezing and defrosting and freezing and defrosting? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. James, what happens to meat when you keep freezing and defrosting? <laughs> if you can't. Morning, ladies. Good morning, James. Orange says it sticks. Good morning. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, James. Yeah, the, the royal family is already cold, so they don't need to go on ice. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mourned for a day or two for Prince. For who, Harry? The music singer, Prince. <laughs> Luther Vandross. <gasps> Layla, uh, like, yeah. <sighs> Phyllis Hyman. Yeah, oh, it, it hurt me some. And I didn't know them. But I knew their music, you know, so it felt like I knew them. Felt like you knew them, right? <laughs> this damn morning for 12 days, taking her body out of the freezer, putting it, and then putting it on display for it to get hotter. Unless she has a built-in freezer in the damn casket. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Let me stop. Oh gosh, get it together, moments. You wildin' today. You're not even a member of the wildin' out crew. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. But I, I, listen, I guess this is my way of coping with the bombardment and I think the invasion of my life with nothing but the queen and the live events happening. Right. That's my way to handle it. So please um, pardon me. In other news, you know, earthquakes still happening. Yes. Yeah. Other things are still going on. Uh, strong earthquake detected in Papua New Guinea, according to the Associated Press. The U.S. Geological Survey has detected a 7.6 six excuse me magnitude earthquake in northeastern papua new guinea the quake hit at 6 46 a.m initial readings put the quake at a depth of some 50 to 60 kilometers or 30 to 40 miles located 42 miles east of kainantu i hope i said it right a sparsely populated area noaa has since removed the tsunami threat for the area Papua New Guinea is located on the eastern half of the island of New Guinea. I'm not hearing sound. Okay, it's gone. It sits on the Pacific's ring of fire, the arc of seismic faults around the Pacific Ocean, where much of the world's earthquakes and volcanic activity occurs. So we pray for the people of Papua New Guinea. Um, hopefully... There were no um, incidents as it relates to the loss of life. Yeah. Okay, next up, 
Russian troops retreat after Ukraine counteroffensive. This story also courtesy of uh, the Associated Press via WSVN. Ukrainian forces on Sunday pushed its counteroffensive in the country's east, exploiting quick gains they made in a week of fighting that has sharply changed the course of the conflict. Ukraine's quick action to reclaim Russia-occupied areas in the northeastern Kharkiv region forced Moscow to withdraw its troops to prevent them from being surrounded and leave behind significant numbers of weapons and munitions in a hasty retreat as the war marked 200 days on Sunday. The jubilant Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, mocked the Russians in a video address late Saturday, saying that the Russian army in these days is demonstrating the best that it can do, showing its back. On Sunday, he posted a video of Ukrainian soldiers hoisting the national flag over, let's see if we can pronounce this one, Chakolovsky, whatever another town they reclaimed from the russians in the counter offensive so it seems as though our money <laughs> is going to use it better go to use it better go to use all that money and ammunition and weaponry that we've sent over there they better start making use of it let me feel somewhat just a little bit not a lot just a little bit feel justified <laughs> even though i didn't give permission we weren't asked we were just told that this money was going there but at least let us know that something is happening yeah so that sounds quote unquote positive i guess yeah so india okay now you see this is what is annoying me every website you go on you're getting these blasts that these pop-ups before you can actually get into the site want to get updates on the queen hell no i don't if i want it i know where to go oh lord have mercy sick of them anyway indians have moved on since the queen took the throne but they'd like the kohi nor back in this story's courtesy of cnn India was still a British colony when Queen Elizabeth II was born in 1926, but it had been independent for nearly five years by the time she became Britain's monarch in February 1952. Britain at that time, though less powerful than in the heyday of the empire, was still a major world power. India was just starting out. How things have changed. Elizabeth's death at the age of 96 is likely only to add to debates in Britain about how to remain relevant in the world as it retreats from Europe post-Brexit. India, meanwhile, aspires to become a world power on the back of its growing economy and youthful population. Close to half of India's nearly 1.3 billion people are under the age of 25. Many hadn't even been born when the Queen made her third and final visit to India in 1997 at an official level india has been quick to pay its re its respects to the queen prime minister narendra modi has offered his condolences to britain and his government declared sunday a day of mourning but for many among the indian public her death is little more than a distant foreign news story highlighting just how deeply britain's relationship with india once the jewel in the empire has changed over the past 70 years Meanwhile, British leaders often talk about 
the links of the past, ties of history, language, and culture. Between the two countries, that's from a 2013 speech by then-British Prime Minister David Cameron, but many Indians are far more concerned with the future. Take the idea of the Commonwealth, so often invoked by ardent Brexiteers, as an alternative to the EU. In India, the grouping is hardly ever talked about. But I said this over the weekend, um, you know, because every time you see these clips on Instagram or on IG, I did say this. And this is my feeling. It may not happen while I'm alive, but I do see the monarchy coming to an end because the generation, I think our generation and down, really don't give two craps about the, the monarchy um, and what it stands for. They're losing their respect. And it is as a result of what is being brought to the forefront, the truths that are being brought to the forefront. So I found this clip, and I, I have to play it. I'm sorry. It is um, Life of a King. He's on IG. He's a Jamaican influencer. Look on Twitter, them and tweet them everything. I remarks them. Listen, I must have respect. Hold on, I got it started over. Queen is the queen. I don't want to talk about old Jamaica now, celebrate the 12 days. Listen to me. If it wasn't for the queen, all I want to still debate, I would have still Africa. Would have still the Africa. And you know, the queen brought us here. She's a servant of the people. She never served with? Don't mean like servant, mean like she served with. But like, no, we, we serve her. All right, all right, part there. All right, wait. She come, she come, she come down here and yeah, she give her Christianity, eh? Christianity, Lupawi, in the church, eh? yeah? Yeah, I will love church, yeah? Oh, by force. Oh, force it, oh. All right. She give her road and light, hey! Road, you could have drive car, okay? If you never did drive car, I would have still there, so I run up and down and swing from tree. No? I don't I understand you. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. The queen, the twelve days of mourning, right? Because the queen, what a pawn? She give with a pawn. No, she take it back. She take back the pawn. <laughs> whoa, whoa. We are talking about English now. Think about that. If that would have, what would I talk about? What would I talk about? What would I talk about? You know, no, with their own language, three fast. At least we are flying to England now. Oh, we can shop now, like, well, you know. Oh, them are deported. We get deported in our planes. Planes. Deportation. Wow, wow. So what? I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. You know what? A video doesn't make sense. Let me stop that video. <laughs> Said nothing. I gotta play this other Don't one. Don't colonize a continent and a country that is poor. The British Empire at one point colonized 52% of the world. That's just the British Empire. We're not even talking about Spain, the Dutch, etc. Which means that these places are actually wealthy, abundant, and rich. These countries, if you notice, are mostly at the equator, so they have wealth in the form of um, produce, right? All the fruits, all of the spices, all of the natural minerals and resources 
like jewels and diamonds. One of the pathways towards colonialism is through religion and white supremacy, which is that we have to save the savages. Meanwhile, these people were mathematicians, engineers, and architects. Why do you think they needed these people to build up their own countries in Europe and the United States? Again, you don't colonize a place that doesn't have something that you want. And then through brainwashing, through generations and generations of time, you convince these very people that they're poor, that they're not smart enough, that they're worthless. So then people forget that they are wealthy, abundant, and rich. Their cultures, their languages, their practices. And so they strip away their inherent worthiness, which is why for marginalized groups and the global majority, part of our decolonial work of ourselves is reclamation, is remembering our own worth, it's remembering our own ancestry, and that, again, I'm gonna keep repeating it, you don't colonize a place that's not wealthy, that's not abundant. So just remember that colonization is rooted in scarcity and lack. These countries in Europe were colonizing their own people and then they needed somebody else to colonize. And there you have it. I don't think I could have said it any better or explained it any better. That, that, that is the long and short of it. She's right. You don't colonize countries that have nothing to offer. Why? Why would you? Why would you take up something that has no value? Is that what we do? No, we don't. So here is the thing. They found value in us, but taught us not to have value in ourselves and continued that for generations. And we carry on that mentality when we say things to our children like, move from here so you're too worthless. You idiot. You not have no sense. The boy fool fool, you see. The girl not have no use. These are comments we make to children, not realizing impact and the effect those words have and where do these words come from it's they stem from how we were made to feel and unfortunately passed down right yeah unfortunately passed down we were told those things but they don't tell their own those things they lift up their own so it is time for us to lift ourselves up and stop waiting for other people to lift us up. They saw value in us. We were a valuable commodity. Our ancestors were a valuable commodity, a necessity. Yeah, because without us, they would not be able to acquire the wealth that they have because you need the human power. Even if you're going to use machinery, you need human power to operate the machinery. No, 
So there was value in us, in our labor, if nothing else. Let, let, let's just say if nothing else, in our labor. They needed us to go along with the lands that were stolen, <clears throat> excuse me, quote-unquote acquired, <clears throat> excuse me, quote-unquote discovered. They needed us to build it up. So they saw value in owning us, but we don't see value in lifting each other up. Let that sink in for a second. Are we going to wait for them to value us again before we realize our self-worth? I guess so. And I will continue to say it on this platform, as small as my voice is, we need to stop the foolishness amongst each other. This crab-in-a-barrel mentality that we have when it comes to how we treat each other. This vindictiveness we have, this maliciousness that we have, this comparison. And I'm sick of the constant comparisons within our communities. Curly hair versus straight hair, straight hair versus thicker hair, short hair versus long hair, light skin versus dark skin, in between. I'm sick of it. Can we just stop it? Can we embrace each other no matter what our physical features are within the community? Stop creating a divide amongst ourselves. Stop telling one you're not black enough. Stop telling the other you're not light enough. Can we stop it? Can we stop the comments, oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl? Can we stop it? Can we get away from the mentality of your hair is not good enough? Because all that is, is you continuing to honor the ideologies of the colonizer. Can we stop it? Embrace ourselves and lift ourselves up and reclaim ourselves. We can't get much further without that. We're stuck until we do that. I don't think we realize how powerful we are. We know we are, but we don't realize the extent of our power and our strength. We know the value of our spending power. We know the value of our economics, but we don't use it within our community. We extend it to everybody else, thereby suppressing our own. Con with the remaining constant being, we're not good enough. You notice that? That's the message we're sending. A black event planner and a white event planner will present themselves to you bidding for your contract, bidding for your money for an event, 
But what do we do to the black event planner? We cry them down. We want the lowest possible price, if not for free. But when the Caucasian comes and says, ah, this is my price. Oh my God, it has he, they have to be really good while they're charging that. Let me go ahead and pay. Do, do, do we see a problem here? Do we see a problem here? Because if you don't, then something is wrong. You will go to a tax preparer. Both tax preparers will hit you with the same bill of $400, but you will quickly play, pay the other person because you feel that we can't know what we're talking about. You, you notice what we're doing? Subliminally, we're telling each other we are not good enough. The other person is better than us. When are we going to stop it? When are we going to stop it? We're not going to get any further until we fix ourselves. And you think they don't know it? They're on the outside looking at us, confused, lost. And while we are here fighting each other, they're there laughing all the way to the bank. Think about that for a second. That is what we have been left with. Yeah. Our next story, courtesy of uh, BBC.com, modern slavery shoots up by 10 million in five years. Modern slavery is a growing challenge thanks to a mix of armed conflict, climate change, and global pandemic, a new UN report says. International Labor Organization, ILO, estimates suggest that 50 million people or one out of every 150 people alive are trapped in forced labor or forced marriages. That is up nearly 10 million on its numbers from five years ago. The ILO said the fact things were getting worse was shocking. Nothing can justify the persistence of this fundamental abuse of human rights, said its director general, Guy Ryder. We know what needs to be done. An all-hands-on-deck approach is needed. Trade unions, employers' organizations, civil society, and ordinary people all have critical roles to play. The UN's labor organization is keen to stress that slavery is not confined to poor countries far away from the Western world. More than half of all forced labor happens in wealthier countries in the upper middle or high income bracket. And it counts both forced labor and forced marriage as modern enslavement, both situations where the person cannot leave because of threats, violence, deception, abuse of power, or other forms of coercion. Entrapment in forced labor can last years, while in most cases, forced marriage is a life sentence. Entrapment is forced labor, and I'm reading it again, that can last for years, while in most cases, forced marriage is a life sentence.
About 27.6 million people are forced into forced labor, including 3.3 million children. Of those children, more than half are in commercial sexual exploitation. Another 22 million people are forced in marriage. More than two-thirds of them women. And many victims are under 15 when the marriage takes place. The fact that things are getting worse is down to a complex mix of compounding crises, the report says, all of which come together to increase poverty and heighten the risk of enslavement. The COVID-19 pandemic, for example, caused major disruption to people's income, leading to more debt, which could be leveraged into forced labor in some cases. The ILO says the pandemic has led to an increase in extreme global poverty. And this is for the first time in 20 years. War and armed conflict, likewise, lead to dire circumstances or the recruitment of children to work or serve as child soldiers, while climate change has forced people to leave their homes and to become migrants, immediately placing them at greater risk. The report calls for an international effort to gather resources and genuine intent to fix the problem. Promises and statements of good intent that are not enough, it warns. But I'll say this. While we are crying out and making calls for an international effort to gather resources, I think more can be done. More stringent measures, or I should say stringent measures, can be put in place if the UN sees fit. Hmm. What is the United Nations? What is their responsibility? What leverage do they have? Huh? How influential are they? Or is that body? So, of course... I'm jumping on um, Google. What is the United Nations? L- let's see. All right? Let's see. The United Nations is an intergovernmental organization whose stated purposes are to maintain international peace and security, develop friendly nations, relations among nations, achieve international cooperation, and be a center for harmonizing the actions of nations. Okay. Okay. That being said, okay, let's jump down to their mission statement. The maintenance of international peace and security, eradicating conflicts across the globe, is the pivotal duty of this organization. Its focus on this area is because it seeks to improve lives and transform communities. All right. So that being said, how are, they, how are they holding their members accountable, responsible, seeing to it that countries do not have the said things going on? What are those things? Forced marriage and forced labor, which primarily affect women and children. How is the United Nations holding these countries the member countries accountable and responsible why not kick them out 
why not say okay your your membership is revoked until you fix the issues in your country because we keep hearing about the united nations not uh, sometimes i question their you know their relevance because how effective are they How effective are the members of the United Nations? They, they say one thing, but do they really mean it? Is, are they truly desirous of the very concerns that we all have? They keep highlighting the concerns, but what are they doing to see to it that the concerns are addressed? And that's all I'm going to say. I, I really don't see what they're doing, but I may be blind. Probably I'm not as aware as I ought to be. Probably I'm ignorant to their advancements and what they have been able to resolve. But child labor is nothing new. Forced labor is nothing new. Indentured labor is nothing new. Forced marriages, nothing new. And as they pointed out, forced labor, the victims, many of whom fall under the age of 15. And nine times out of 10, these little children are being married off to old ass rusty men. Sorry to have to put it like that. But it's the truth. They're the ones who are benefiting from these little children which i think it's just perverted if you ask me it is pedophilia however you want to slice or dice it that's what it is legal pedophilia Those are stories from the international scene. I'm going to take a quick break, and when we return, we have news out of North America. Yeah, the details.
especial para ti. Invita a tus amigos también. Desacamos la botella. Regal número uno, celulares afuera. Y su pari especial para ti, bebé. Esperemos su mañana tal vez. De pronto no te vea. Y tengamos un recuerdo, así que baby menea. Esa señorita sí se mueve bien. Cuando baila, es que la tiene que ver. Alucinante. Su ropa se ve radiante. Y conmigo se le va lo de arrogante. Ahí, ahí, ahí. Dale, baby. Thank you to all our listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Our moments with me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe. World News on the go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It is Movement Monday. We're doing it in Sogate. What is that? It's a mixture of soca and dance, all with a little reggaeton thrown in the mix. Coming up tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. It is the return of Days After Dark, Season 4. Real relationship talk, keeping it real. Join moments with me, Rose Solo, Marlon, and Sanat. As we continue to explore the dynamics of adult relationships. You want to be a part of, if you want to be a part of the conversation. I'm here dancing too much. I'm sorry. Want to be a part of the conversation? Hop on Clubhouse. Download the Clubhouse app. It's available in your Apple and Google Play stores. And just search for Days, D-A-Y-Z, After Dark. And it's time for us to get to the stories out of North America. Thank you so much, Major Laser, for that one. First story up, Florida sex trafficking bust. Wow, these people are just not learning. Or is it that they don't care? A massive sex trafficking sting has taken down 160 people, including two Disney workers, several teachers, and a Georgia deputy police chief. During the week-long operation dubbed Operation Fall Hall II, 
Investigators found at least two sex trafficking victims and possibly more to come, the Polk County Sheriff's Office said on Friday. The massive 160 arrested are accused of responding to online ads and agreeing to meet up for sex. Among this list is 49-year-old Jason DePrima, who at the time was the deputy chief of the Cartersville Police Department in Georgia. And this is according to the Daily Mail. DePrima has since resigned from his position after initially being placed on administrative leave pending an internal investigation. The operation resulted in 52 felony charges. Wow. 216 misdemeanor charges against those accused, which also included several who work in the school system. High school IT expert Cameron Burke from Ocoee, Florida, was arrested in the sting for soliciting a prostitute. John Layton, an Orange County physical education teacher, Carlos Gonzalez, an Osceola County math teacher, and two Disney employees were also accused and arrested. Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd also called out a 24-year-old corrections officer who is a two-year employee at the Lake Correctional Institution who is also accused of two counts of soliciting a prostitute. Now think about this, Judd said. The guy is in charge of people who are in prison for violating the law. He comes and he violates the law. So birds of a feather flock together and he's in the jail as a jailbird like those jailbirds he watches. Cameron Burke, 41, a computer tech for a high school, was out on bond after previously being charged with sexual assault of a 15-year-old student in 2021 when he was arrested as part of the bust. You just don't learn. Physical education teacher John Layton, 26, was reportedly wearing a track and field shirt for West Orange High School when he allegedly was arrested for agreeing to pay $40 for an unspecified sex act, the outlet reported. Two Disney employees have also been arrested in the bust. Guillermo Perez, 57, who works at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort as a bellhop, is accused of agreeing to pay $80 for a brief sexual encounter with an undercover detective, while Sammy Claude, 26, a photographer contracted by the same company, was charged with soliciting a prostitute and allegedly came with a bag of sour skittles to the meeting. Those arrested are between the age of 19 to 64, with 26 reportedly married and seven suspected of being in the United States illegally. The online prostitution industry enables traffickers and allows for the continued victimization of those who are being trafficked, Sheriff Judd said. The goal is to identify victims, offer them help, and arrest those fueling the exploitation of human beings and those profiting from the exploitation of human beings. Prostitution is not a victimless crime. It results in exploitation, disease, dysfunction, drug and alcohol addiction, violence, and broken families. You see, it's these people here who make it hard for those who want a real, who have legal careers and who are getting their honest checks that their accounts are being shut down. These morons praying. 
I don't know. Is it just us who are made privy to the news? And the various busts that the reports are made of? Go right ahead, Javette. What do you mean by that? Is it just us? Us in the room. Are we the only ones who hear the news? Nobody else hears the news? <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, isn't prostitution one of the oldest careers? It is. One of the it oldest is. careers in the world? It, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Now, if somebody's 21 years old and they want to be a prostitute, that's their business. I really don't care. What my concern is the children that are forced into prostitution. That's my concern. When you kidnap people and traffic them, that's my issue. But I don't know why um, Judd is going to be surprised that somebody who watches over people in jail, a correctional officer, would not. What? Does that make them perfect? Does your role make you a perfect person? No. So I don't know why he's surprised. As a matter of fact, what he should be saying is I'm grateful that we're able to see, catch these people. And I'm sure there are more of you in the system. Yes, there are more of them in the system. A lot of people hide behind certain positions to be able to carry out their sick acts. The PE teacher, you're looking at children. Teachers, you're looking at children. Disney employees, children. Makes you want to say, you know what? Keep your children home and have them do online school. But even that is not safe because some of these people who are sick, who are teachers, will find a way to reach out to your child on a personal level. People need help. I'm not sure what it is that makes someone decide they want to impose children i don't know i really don't know i just don't know what is it about a child that makes you think it's okay don't you have children of your own how would you feel if your child became a victim you'd be okay with it if somebody took advantage of your sister would you be okay with it if i was to put this in believe it or not or news out of north america i said you know what let me just put it with news out of north america boy scouts of america receives billions in funding to help support the organization and made a slew of child sexual abuse claims the boy scouts of america will be receiving the funding all in an effort to keep the organization afloat as it pays off former scouts who say they were sexually abused as children. On Thursday, bankruptcy judge Lori Selberstein in Delaware approved $2.46 billion in funding to go to the Boy Scouts of America for bankruptcy protection following a slew of child abuse sex claims made by 
former members of the organization. Many of the claims that were made accuse BSA leaders and volunteers of being involved in the sexual assault of child scouts. AP News reports more than 80,000 men filed claims saying they were sexually abused by troop leaders when they were children. In a statement, the organization said it was excited about the new funding, which will support the organization and reorganize its system and practices. We continue to be enormously grateful to the survivor community whose bravery, patience, and willingness to share their experiences has been instrumental in the formation of this plan. It added that the survivors' accounts will be ingrained in the BSA's programming moving forward. Okay, question. Why not give the money to the 80,000 victims? Why are they giving the money to the Boy Scouts of America? Shut the damn organization down. Just like they need to shut down the Catholic Church. Grand rising, everyone. Good morning, Afo. Uh, welcome to the land of the weirdos. <laughs> Why not shut down the Boy Scouts of America? Why are you giving them money? 80,000 men have filed claims that we know about. 80,000 we know about. When you give the money, and somebody help me understand this, because I'm probably not comprehending what I'm reading, and I'm okay with that. I don't mind being put on the, the, the right path. But when you give the money, $2.46 billion, to the Boy Scouts of America for bankruptcy protection what is the message we're sending what exactly i don't get it do not care about what kind of emotional emotional distress and abuse you went to um this is what we were built up off of and we're going to maintain that system so yeah uh deuces to you and yeah we just <laughs> breed more predators that's all deuces deuces to you yeah Kick rocks. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> I, I, I respect that. Kick rocks. Keep it moving. Give the money to the 80,000 victims. Go ahead. Go right ahead, Javed. I'm so sorry. So when you read the story, I thought it meant they're giving it to the association to pay the victims. That's not it. Okay. So let, And I want to be clear. So if that's it, Javette, thank you. Let me read it again because I want to make sure because I'm probably too wound up from the other stories I read as they relate to sex trafficking and slavery still going on. So let me read it again. The Boy Scouts of America will be receiving billions in funding in an effort to keep the organization afloat as it pays off former scouts who say they were sexually abused as children. On Thursday, bankruptcy judge Lori Selberstein in Delaware approved $2.46 billion in funding to go to the Boy Scouts of America for bankruptcy protection following a slew of child sexual abuse claims made by former members of the organization. Many of the claims that were made accuse BSA leaders and volunteers of being involved in the sexual assault of child scouts. AP News reports 
More than 80,000 men filed claims saying they were sexually abused by troop leaders when they were children. In a statement, the organization said it was excited about the new funding, which will support the organization and reorganize its system and practices. We continue to be enormously grateful to the survivor community. Okay, Javette, interpret that for me. So I thought, so what I'm thinking is they're giving the money to the organization so that the organization doesn't go down because if they pay off all these 80,000 people, the organization will have to be defunct, like there'll be no more. So, so I, I guess we're kind of, I guess we're kind of saying the same thing because they are making sure that the the victims get compensated but they don't want to um like squash the entire system right because the funding will support the organization and reorganize its system and practices so i'm saying shut the boy scout down get rid of it because it's a tarnished organization. It's an organization that does nothing but promote sexual abuse. Get rid of it. Put it in the dark pages. Lock it off. They don't need the money. Pay the money to those directly. Don't give them the money to settle no claim. Settle the claims directly with the people who have filed. Much Remember too. Um, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Marlon. Remember, uh, the Boy Scout is a um, worldwide organization. Not don't 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 be fooled. It's not just the U.S. So they cannot pay everybody. I guarantee. Remember, I remember I told you when I used, I used to be in it in Jamaica, mm -hmm. and a lot of people used to get abused in Jamaica. So I saw it with my own eyes. That's why I don't let my sons do it, and that's why I left. So it's not just in the U.S. It's a worldwide organization. And so if everybody decides to come out and, and um, file a suit worldwide, oh, yeah, it's a lot of people they have to pay. So I don't know. They need to shut every single voice card down worldwide. Because it's they've been abusing boys for decades, you know, yeah, Catholic Church, all over the world. Yep. So, yeah. So yeah, that's what it is. So I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Yep. <laughs> Are we saying that no one can come in and revamp this organization? facts that's what i'm saying um maybe maybe someone can come and revamp the possible because it's not everybody you can't revamp catholic or you hold on Afo. hold on let, let marlon finish go ahead marlon sorry maybe they can revamp it but it's going to take some 
really good people to revamp it because I'm not going to say everybody is a molester in, in the in the system or all the leaders are, um, but there's a lot of them there. So if they can get rid of all of them, because you got some kids, you know, they, they need the discipline and, and they, you know, they go there for the discipline. Parents put them there trusting these guys to, to make sure their kids get disciplined because some parents can't deal with their kids. You know, they can't discipline them the way they want to. So that's why they put a lot of kids there, you know, because I, I can speak for myself back in the day. So it's it's it can be revamped because it help a lot of kids as well, but they abuse more than they help. So if there's somebody can can fix the system without abusing these kids, I would say, yeah, go ahead. But if they can't fix it, get rid of it. Yeah, I, I think the best thing is to get rid of it. I don't believe in revamping. I agree with you, James. Because to me, that's that's like that's like a big crime scene. Yeah. And the same way how the, the school shooting that happened the other day and um, all the 20-odd kids in the school and nobody's going to feel comfortable going in that space. So the best thing is just to get rid of the space. Um, to me, what I can't understand is like, how is it that parents keep sending their kids? Because like... From I hear the first allegation or whatever, I don't care if you if if they're found guilty or, or or not. My kids are not going there, so and it's a worldwide thing. And, and it just seem it just seem like a like a breeding ground for like um, kids that end up um, nobody the, the body count is not going to be able to be told of, of kids that end up um, with depression. That commit suicide because of stuff like that. Because even um, when I think Tyler Perry, when Tyler Perry shared the story, when Tyler Perry shared the story about being molested, and one of the things, one of the things that would that came out of that that men that were molested, that you know, like young boys who have no business with sex or anything like that, and being molested by a man, and he said one of one of I think it was him, one of the the, the the most difficult experiences that they got molested and then after a while they started enjoying it and it messed them up mentally. They don't know if they're gay, if they're straight, or whatever, because it got to a point where they, they start enjoying the interaction. So for me, burn it down, like get rid of it. Like the government, there there are other there are a lot of non-profit organizations in, 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 in individual community that government can put that money in, but just get rid of it. Too much yeah. trauma is associated with it. Yeah. I agree with you, James. We don't need it repaired because it's going to have the It's going to be a reminder. It is going, let them go bankrupt. Let them go defunct. Let them go extinct. That they need to be locked up, put in a chest, and sunk in the bottom of the ocean. We don't need this kind of organization, Boy Scouts of America. And I said already, them and the Catholic Church, no difference. You have these children, and under the disguise of leading them on the right path, 
you lead them down into the pits of hell. No, get rid of it. Shut it down. We don't need it revamped. We don't need nobody taking it over. We need it to be done with. Yeah, yeah. Moments, because yesterday was September 11, right? Yeah. And, like, I, I talked to... I talked to quite a few people who said that they would never, like, even if they're giving away a million dollars in that building that they put up, they'll never set foot because the audacity to, 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 to build back the, the building in that same spot and, and the trauma that's associated with it, the, 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 the millions of people that, you know, people just remember September 11 like it was yesterday and to put it back in the same spot. And, you know, I, I've talk to people who say, look, I would never set foot near the World Trade Center in that era. Go into that new building or whatever. So it, 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 it's the same type of thing. Like any the, the, the eras that are associated with trauma, it's better to just get rid of the name, get rid of the everything and just support a new organization because no matter what you do, like it's going to take hundreds of years to repair the damage with that, that name. Mm -hmm. the name alone boys you know it's damaged so just mm -hmm. get rid of it mm -hmm. yeah i agree i totally agree totally agree oh boy we gotta move on from from the hurt and pain and anything that is going to continue to stoke the fire of um abuse and taking advantage of the disenfranchised and you know yeah we need to move away from that please do away with it that's all i'm gonna say our next story atlanta police investigating a woman shot a second victim arrived on the scene shot asking for help violent crime is high in atlanta so much so that while authorities were investigating one shooting another shooting victim arrived on the scene for help an unidentified person told 11 alive that he was flagged down in the early hours of sunday morning by a shooting victim who asked him for a ride to the hospital while on their way he saw another shooting scene on peachtree street and ellis street and left the victim with the officers of that scene police were responding to calls of a female shot when the good samaritan pulled up in his jeep with the man who had been shot it's a lot going on within the community and he feels good that he's able to help someone save their lives around 2 45 a.m police were dispatched to 180 peach street to reports of a person shot they found a woman with multiple gunshot wounds she was alert conscious and breathing police believe the shooting resulted from a dispute with someone she knew it is not clear if police have arrested a suspect the other shooting happened around 3.45 a.m. when the officers were flagged down near William H. Borders and Tanner Street. The man was shot near 400 Edgewood Avenue and also had multiple gunshot wounds. He was the victim who asked the Good Samaritan to take him to the, to the hospital. Officers rendered aid to that man and he was taken to the hospital and is listed in serious condition. Police are now working on learning the circumstances behind both incidents. And I, before I read the next story, I got to pin the link at the top. Um, yeah, this one I also need interpretation for because um, I'm a little on the ignorant side today, okay? Yeah, a little ignorant, a lot ignorant today. 
<laughs> my comprehension, my interpretation and comprehension skills are on probably one out of 10, one being the lowest, uh, probably around uh, three today. So bear with me. Illinois becomes the first state to pass a purge law that allows criminals to be released without bail. Illinois is making history by being the first state to test out the purge in real life. On January 1, 2023, the Safety Act in Illinois will be active. The Safety Act stands for Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today and will allow its residents to commit crimes freely. Governor Pritzker says the law marks a substantial step toward dismantling the systemic racism that plagues our communities, our state, our nation, and brings us closer to true safety, true fairness, true justice. The counter-signal reported that the law would end cash bail for 12 non-detainable offenses. This includes second-degree murder, aggravated battery, arson, drug-induced homicide, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing and eluding, drug offenses, and threatening a public official. The Safety Act states that defendants of these crimes are presumed eligible for pretrial release. This is only possible if prosecutors do not present clear and convincing evidence showing the suspect poses a threat to a specific person. The law will require prosecutors to request detention for the defendant. This also means the state of Illinois will hold a trial within 48 hours to determine if the suspect should be released. Investigators believe that's not enough time to compile evidence from surveillance and body cameras, crime labs, and forensic analysis. The new law also gives criminals three phone calls within three hours of arriving at any detention center. There will not be any restrictions on phone calls, so criminals will be able to intimidate or tamper with witnesses. Somebody interpret that one for me, please. Uh, can you hear me a moment? I can hear you now, yes. <laughs> the whole time, we all talk, we just all laugh. We just all laugh. We just all laugh the whole time. You know what I mean? I only can hear it in my voice. Because it's the first, first, uh, the first purge movie I ever watched. Um, who me watch it, I say, you know, so this has become a reality. As well, America like for though, then put it out in the movie, and then it's just a way for making us say, hey, this is who coming up. And then continue to put them out, purge one, purge two, purge three. It's just a way for them to for, for make you know, say, hey, just get familiar with, with, this, with, with, with a new system, a new agenda, we are coming to place. And see there? So the whole time we just laugh, I'm just like, I'm not surprised. I am I'm literally not surprised because even when me and my wife are watching the next purge together, um, I'm just babes. You know, so this is come to reality. She said, Yeah, I know. It's going to come to reality. And so I said, So done. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me see if I understand what I'm reading, okay? 
if Donald Trump could be a president with a three third grade education, you know, I don't see why I can't, you know, try to interpret something here. Oh. So it means then that I can do any of the following. I can aggravated battery, de aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing. I can commit arson, burglary, drug-induced homicide, intimidation, kidnapping, robbery, second-degree murder, threatening public official. Right? I can do all of that. And within 48 hours, a trial will be held to determine if I should be released. And that will work in my favor because in 48 hours, it's really going to be hard for you to determine if I'm indeed guilty. Because when you think of the process you have to go through to be able to compile evidence from surveillance and body cameras, crime labs, and forensic analysis, guess what? I'm out there and I can continue committing more crimes. I can continue kidnapping. I can continue robbing. I can continue murdering. I can continue breaking into people's things, homes, cars, I, businesses. I can burn down people's places. And that's starting January 1, 2023. Is that what I'm hearing? Please tell yep. me. Yep. No. Welcome to the purge in reality. So, I don't have a gun yet. Go and go get your gun. Um, board up. No, no need for board up. Because when you start coming knock, you have all rights to defend your, your stuff. So, just aim at your door or your window and get ready for start to defend your stuff. Because that's what they do in the purge. Unless they're going to be out there, run up and down, and don't want to do nothing, you know, and get caught up. But you have to defend yourself. So, I mean, hey, they might bring the movie to reality. You know what I mean? So, that's, that's what it is. So, get ready, get ready for the purge. All right. Thank you, Afro. Go ahead, Javette. So, so, what I heard uh -huh. was... So you know how when you're arrested, right, you get the option of bail depending on what the crime is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So for these specific crimes, right, mm -hmm. if within 48 hours they can't totally prove, because everybody's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, mm -hmm. If they can't immediately prove that you um, committed this crime, you won't have to pay bail, but you're still going to have to come back for an actual trial at a later date. Yeah. So, okay. so Javette, you let me out because you can't prove anything. I know I'm guilty and I can continue doing what I was doing before. I can go kill somebody else. I can go rob from somebody else because I know that you're not going to be able to prove it right away. Is that right? Or am, am I wrong? Yes, because okay. you're free until your actual trial date, your real trial date. <laughs> so how do we feel about that? Is this something that we're comfortable with? Um, like Apple said, and like I said before, 
while you can go purchase things, go purchase things. Because yeah. we're going to have to protect our families, like Malcolm X said, by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. 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 That's exactly what it is. That's so, exactly wonder, what it is. So, man, I wonder if, when, like, in the movie, when they hear the signal come over the TV. I I wonder if like in the movie, you know, when uh, you know, um, when it talk to the purge, I hear the signal thing broadcast come over the TV. I wonder if they're going to do the same thing, you know, come January 1st, 2023. Or you just know, hey, hey, tomorrow, January 1st, you know, at the time, then, you know, and then everybody just going to do them thing. So, you don't know. I find it ridiculous because Chicago. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no problem. Good morning. Good morning, naturalist. I'm just wondering. Uh huh. What is the racial makeup of that state? <laughs> okay, so um, let let's go back to the article here. So Illinois. All right, let me go over to Google demographics. Um, most of the not Chicago. No, but it's the entire state that we're not talking about. The city now. It's the entire state of Illinois. Demographic makeup of what's the name of it? Illinois. Illinois, yeah. What's the block? Trust me. Okay, so racial makeup of Illinois. Here we go. Uh Illinois populations, according to the US Census Bureau, population three hundred and up seven point four percent. 334 331.4 million this is according to census.gov okay uh race and ethnicity white alone 61.6 percent black alone 12.4 percent hispanic 18.7 percent asian six percent asian alone i should be specific sorry six percent american indian and alaska native alone 1.1 percent Native Hawaiian and other Pacific Islander alone, 0.2%. Some other race alone, <laughs> some other race, 8.4%. Two or more races, 10.2%. So it is predominantly white. And every black people go out there go get census. You know, and everybody do their something there, the census thing there. As them see them and knock on them door, them lock them door, them ignore them. See like what them do Jehovah Witness people come around. Uh, you know what I mean? And everybody does census thing there. Trust and believe that. That's why more time, even when certain politi- politician thing, when I'm a voting thing, I'm not about census. Trust me. And every black people go do that census thing there. So when they hear them and hear, oh, it's just 12%. Uh, says who? Says who? Because and everybody take part in that census thing there. But... You know what? It's it's all good. I will say we shall see what, what January first of a bring. But I think Illinois, because I've been through more part of Illinois. Majority of part of Illinois is white. Mm-hmm. I think I, that part, the percentage right there is is up there, and it's mostly white in Illinois. So, um, Chicago is black. Mm-hmm. More if you go in the Chicago area, yeah. Because, you know, Chicago is right there next to Milwaukee and all that. You know, right there. So, 
mostly black. But if you go on the outskirts of Illinois, going up to um, you know certain parts, and uh, yeah, it's mostly white people out there. Okay. Yeah, that rules for the entire state. So that's again, naturalist. So that's again. I'm just saying, so that that rule is going to be for the entire state. Yeah, it's for the entire state. state. Yeah, it's for the entire state. I wish them luck. And if it works, we can we can implement it in other states. (laughs) I know where you're headed, naturalist. Well, they are the first. So get guess what? If it works, it's going to become something in all the states. I believe. Oh, a moment. Hold, hold on, oh, Afro. Hold oh, on. Sorry. Finish up, naturalist, and then war, and then back to you, Afro. Go ahead, naturalist. Now, just going to say that there are times when sometimes you have to just try things that are not the box, outside the box. Where if everything else that you have been trying is not working, uh, we have a mass incarceration right now. That's not working. Crime is crime is still high. They could build as many jails as they want to build. So I don't. Know, I think that's um. Maybe there's some light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> for those who are not, you know, sometimes folks do something and it's, it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. They rob somebody, they assault somebody, it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. And they get a chance to actually be out, live their life, and move forward. And there are those who just are born criminals and they're going to do, commit crimes every chance they get. But I think majority of the people might actually use it as a wake-up call and say, you know what, this crime thing now I for because no, I was in jail and I got another chance to be out here, so I'm going to do the right thing, so... I wish you work. I wish him luck. Okay. Never looked at it that way. Good point. Thank you, naturalist. Go ahead, War. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, man, big up. I'm just wondering, um, as you said, I'm a little bit naive on this. I'm wondering why you associate this thing like with the purge, so to speak. Is it because of the, the, the person being out for 48 hours, possibly being out... Um, in 48 hours. I think that's to you, Afo. Oh, I mean, oh, oh. Yeah, because I have never watched the movie, The Purge. So, yeah. So, so basically, The Purge is all The Purge is about a bunch of people get, what, 48 hours? A certain amount of hours for just go out and commit different, different type of crimes. And them out list the type of crimes that they can actually go out and do. And they won't get in a problem. And anybody can take part within the purge, um, you no know, matter if you're a politician or whatever it is. You just get that chance, that, that chance to just go out there and just commit a whole bunch of crime. And as I said, them outlist the type of crimes, and you won't have to worry about the penalties and all of that stuff. So watching that movie at that time, part one, part two, come all the way up to the new one. I say, hey, this has become a reality. Now. Fast forward 2020, well, September 12, 2022, uh, moments I read about it, and then basically I outlist the same things that what them doing at the movie in a whatever new laws with themselves I come with. So, what, they, what if they want to name the bill something else? All it I say is, yo, you get a chance for God to commit a bunch of crimes, and you don't have to worry yourself. Nothing will happen to you. Just go out and go kill and do all sorts of things. Are you good to go? Again, the purge right there in your face. All right. Uh, thank you. So, 
for those who are just joining us, welcome. If you're just tuning in to QMZRadio.com, JohnnyRadio.com, or if you are just joining us here on Clubhouse, thank you for being here. The article at hand for those in Clubhouse is linked at the top. We're talking about Illinois becoming the first state to pass a quote-unquote purge law that allows criminals to be released without bail. And just to um, bring everyone up to speed, on January 1, 2023, the Safety Act in Illinois will be active. The Safety Act stands for Safety, Accountability, Fairness, and Equity Today and will allow its residents to commit crimes freely. Governor Pritzker says the law marks a substantial step toward dismantling the systemic racism that plagues the communities, the state, the nation, and brings us closer to true safety, true fairness, and true justice. The counter-signal reported that the law would end cash bail for 12 non-detainable offenses. This includes second-degree murder, aggravated battery, arson, drug-induced homicide, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing and eluding, drug offenses, and threatening a public official. The Safety Act states that defendants of these crimes are presumed eligible for pretrial release. This is only possible if prosecutors do not present clear and convincing evidence showing the suspect poses a threat to a specific person. The law will require prosecutors to request detention for the defendant. This also means the state of Illinois will hold a trial within 48 hours to determine if the suspect should be released. Investigators believe that's not enough time to come, you know, to compile evidence from surveillance and body cameras, crime labs and forensic analysis. The new law also gives criminals three phone calls within three hours of arriving at any detention center. There will not be any restrictions on phone calls, so criminals will be able to intimidate or tamper with witnesses. Um, sorry, Michelle. No, go the right ahead, War. Go ahead. Yeah, the article that's been at the top for me, I don't know, um, is talking about... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I changed it. I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. Let, me, okay. <laughs> let me change it. My apologies. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Yeah. Okay, let uh, me change uh, it. Oh, there we go. Uh, it's there now. Refresh. PTR. Yeah. It's there now. Thank you, War. Uh, so, what I said to earlier is, um, so that means all of them other real soldiers and everybody, you know, are go out there coming some more Rodney King beating, some more George Floyd, and also a lot of stuff uh, take place. You know what I mean? And you might be in Illinois, well, Illinois is the state of Chicago, the city, and what's taking place right now in Chicago, a holy call violence, just know say, some of them same people they over Illinois side, like a march come down in you know, the Chicago city where predominantly black folks and just do them thing and scotch free, nothing at all. Like that. So just want to show that out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Welcome to the land of the weirdos. All right. Buy up your stuff, get your stuff, protect your stuff, protect your life, protect your family. Yeah, and a joke thing. <laughs> so, let me tell you how I feel about it. Do I think it's in the it's the best decision? No. 
could it be that they are saying let us let them out the jails are crowded yeah we know that they are crowded could it be that um they're hoping that somebody else will get you when they let you out if you are indeed guilty thereby not having to waste the court's time just wondering that's how it takes place because that takes place in the movie as well let all the criminals person who get the chance person police don't like you they want to go go mess with you know what i mean all right are then why supremacist people are marching the street around them them tear up sheet over them face them go go live them life freely for that one day that one night they have to do them thing persons okay. who say oh am i against the police the police am i get off too much or am i against the politicians hey a long time now we can go march upon them people who always attack upon black people whatever it is you also get the chance to take part to do your thing as well without having to face any form of repercussion so okay. again but, the purge. but hold on now hold on Afro. but there's another side to it right there's another side to it let us say for example i have been accused of second degree murder only because i happen to be walking by and i'm held and i'm released and then I am murdered by somebody because I didn't have the opportunity to a fair trial to vindicate myself, to prove my innocence. That all that happened is you have me on surveillance because I was walking home from work and I so happened to pass that way. It so happened that I may have had on a black hoodie just like the person who had on a hoodie. So couldn't this also be setting up innocent people to be targeted out there just just wondering okay. of course moments of course it also does that you know what i mean so here we go on so you a walk past you get charged with something you never know nothing about you just show on camera catch you a walk past or you might have on a black hoodie no you know the back of the family mind and they might say are you because i walk them see up on camera just a walk past you know? i do nothing you know just a walk past or you fit the description so in the back of the mind of the family, they, hey, are you kill a person? You don't get the chance to defend yourself. Everybody know the justice system is there already. They, they don't care. All in the back of the, the, the family mind say, are you kill my father or, or take away my son from here or what, whatever it is. So they are going to get the chance to quote unquote take revenge upon you as well as you are going to get the chance to take your revenge upon the justice system, whoever lawyer or whoever judge lock you away. You know what I mean? Because what? You don't get a chance. You get a chance to take, it, take out your frustration and your anger from the police who slap on the cuff on you. All sorts of things. So it's just a way to just create violence and mayhem and, and just shed blood. That, that's all it is. It's, it's like a game. It's a, it's a, it's a, let me tell you something. Hey, so, hey, are some sick and evil entities amongst us, you know. Like real talk, as some sick and evil entities amongst us. They might look human, but trust me, they're not human. Some sick and evil entities amongst us. And it's just a way, it's, just, it's, it's like it's a sport to them. It's like, you don't know, what's the Babylon about a, a real talk? Them say hell they are earth, hell is earth. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, come, why, Jaja? I just saw the thing said, say, so <laughs> just defend yourself. That's all I can say so if this 
is successful in the state of Illinois, rest assured, it will be trickling down to other states. I have concerns, and my concerns are for those who are innocent and what could possibly happen to them. For some people who are innocent, sometimes being behind the bars is the best protection you can get for a couple of days, sometimes, right? Because you have some people who are just angry and want the opportunity to just eliminate, right? So let's see. Um, let's see, naturalist, you did say that you have to go against the grain sometimes. Sometimes we have to try different things to have a different outcome, right? Yeah, and, and I think those who are innocent will be happier to be on the street than behind bars. I don't care what nobody says. No mm -hmm. one wants to be behind bars. Yeah. And I think as far as where the crimes that are listed is concerned, I think when folks hear the word murder, although it's a second degree, they're not hearing the second degree. All they're hearing is, is murder. Yeah. And of course, a second degree is uh, is not premeditated murder. And uh, I think that's what people people get so riled up about. Oh my God, you commit murder for I could kill somebody. Yeah, but um, not premeditated murder. Second degree murder is if uh, man you are man you're in a fight, and I decide to reach for a bat and give you one right to the lick and you drop dead, right? And you die. That, that's second degree murder because it wasn't my intention to kill it. I did that come and say, you know what, I'm going to kill you today. Right. Then that will be um premeditated murder. So, yeah. What's what happened? So let me ask Not you a question. Hold, hold on. Let me ask you a question, um, naturalist. Okay, let's say, for example, aggravated battery, right? Let us say there's a couple where the um, one party is constantly being physically abused, right? Black eye, swollen, you know, that sort of thing. Physical abuse. Very grave physical abuse the person gets put in but they get let out what is what's going to happen to the victim are they going to see to it before the 48 hours expires are they going to see to it that the victim has a um what you call it order in place so protection order so that if the accused goes back there now relocate themselves yeah um just, just for their for their, for their, for their safety. Yeah. I mean, every, everything in life, they're always hypothetical. This can happen, that can happen. I can walk down the street and get in my car in a second. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I'm not going to walk down the street. So, yeah. If you got 40 dollars to, to look good morning. some some help. Okay. Thank you, naturalist. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Good morning, chief. Yeah. You know, the, I wish I wish that was a reality. There won't be any protection. If you read that, and is and I mean, it's, it's literally saying we're not sending the cops if somebody trespasses on your property. So you're going to be a victim. That's setting it, this thing is. There's no greater definition than to call it a purge. So I'll, you get out and you want retribution because somebody had you arrested or whatever the case may be, or you were innocent even and got locked up. And you want vengeance. You have you can go to that person's house and you do not have to worry about the cops coming and showing up to protect you. So you better be ready to protect yourself. That's part of that bill. Trespassing laws, you can forget about it. 
Yeah, and we're naturally saying with, with the words, with the muse, they must have heard up. They say second degree, and uh, hey, let me tell you, you see them people, they, have, they know what they're doing with them, say certain words. Everybody know the type of stigma will come with UFO. That, that, that's an example with UFO. When you hear UFO, alien, alien. And what them do? They change it from UFO to UAP. You know what I mean? We stand for um, um, unidentified aerial phenomena. Now when you hear that in areas of UFO, spaceship, um, aliens. So them, them know them other them try to use certain words and play with certain words. Them people are an idiot. You see me I say? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, them are an idiot. So them know what them are do. But again, again, it's at the perfect time. Me say it and oh, uh, Queen Jufet say it too. Hey, while you still can go at this gun store and go get your things, you go and go get your things to defend yourself. You know what I mean? While it is still possible to go, go and get your things. Have a plan. Alright, <laughs> if this really take up, wish for we can have as a safe haven. All of them something that for coming to factor now. Again, in the land of the weirdos, they show up on TV, and the next thing you know, it become a reality. Look what takes place right now in your surroundings. Look what takes place in the world right now. Mm. All of these things where we never think could have possibly happened start to happen. You know what I mean? So, and the joke thing, and then people are making you know, say, hey, a long time, we are putting it out there in front of your face you now, and I think a joke thing we are making up. You know? Oh, just moving, oh, conspiracy theorists. No. If you want to still and continue to believe in 2022 from all this time, if you want to continue to believe that nothing will happen, why? You know what kind of world you are living in? So here we are going. I do we have put it out there. So it's uh, up to you as an individual to use your brain, have your mind and your own, and to put two and two together and know, say, hey, at least you are going to do it because other things we never think would be possible start to be possible. So right. here we are. You know, to know what you are gonna do. All you know right. what I mean? So don't make it reach, and then you did it like a sitting duck. Be prepared, so, is hey. what Afro said. Open yeah. your eyes, get um, acquainted, and be prepared. Our next story Louisiana, Oregon, Alabama, Tennessee, and Vermont will decide on removing slick. This is another article that I'm, you know, I'm, as I said earlier, for those who are just joining us, morning, morning, everyone. Um, my comprehend my interpretation and comprehension skills are on a three this morning okay oh yeah so forgive me I'm, a, I'm slow today so this is another one i need help interpreting louisiana oregon alabama tennessee and vermont will decide on removing slavery and involuntary servitude from their state laws in upcoming election Five states' upcoming 2022 election ballots will include abolishing slavery to end prison labor. In November, Alabama, Louisiana, Oregon, Tennessee, and Vermont, the residents, will get a chance to remove slavery from their state laws. The announcement comes as a shock, seeing as though most individuals believed slavery was already banned. This is technically true due to the let me read that again this is technically true due to the 13th amendment of the u.s constitution declaring that neither slavery nor involuntary servitude shall exist within the united states or any place subject to their jurisdiction hmm. okay however 
several states have found a way to use the amendment to their advantage. A part of the 13th Amendment that allowed for slavery to still exist is, and I quote, except as a punishment for crime whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, end of quotation, clause. The clause has allowed southern states to criminalize blackness in ways that let them retain some degree of forced labor. The exception statement has contributed to mass incarceration in the U.S. All five of the states have added to abolish the laws to their upcoming ballots. If passed, Tennessee and Vermont will add language to their constitutions clarifying that slavery or other forms of involuntary servitude are forbidden under all circumstances. However, Alabama will only remove all racist language from its constitution. The states will be voting on the could-be-significant-change on November 8th. Uh, Chief, what... What, what is this, really? I, I didn't know this. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware of that. There were laws that allowed enslavement or slavery still on the books. I didn't know that. Third Amendment, but big chief take over. My bad. Go to it. Chief, are no, you... No, go ahead, Alpha. Go ahead, Alpha. I'm coming through. <laughs> no, we're just saying Third Amendment, like... Them tell you, you watch, you watch documentaries, uh, with black scholars, you know, them tell you, them create documents, um, uh, documentaries and make you know how the prison system come about. Who pack up the prison system? How they come about targeting these people? Um, you know what I mean? Well, have your skin tone. You know what I mean? How they profit? It, it was just a way if they just continue slavery. That's all it was. And it's right there, you know, in, in the, in the, in the, um, the, the amendment, whatever you want to call it, they want to call it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's all. Uh, but we're going to make an next block scholar got you and put it in a more, you know, college type of, you know what I mean? <laughs> I understand what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So, uh, King Chief, got you. <sighs> so, interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree what, with, okay. with, with everything my brother just said. You know, this... The, what was it? Ava, Ava, Ava Renee, I can't pronounce her name right. When she did the documentary on the 13th. Why are we not she hearing you properly, Chief? That, you know? just, we're not aware of how many states have these antiquated laws. Still so is it me or is it Chief that sounds a lot of noise? Far. Chief, you sound far Chief, away. you sound far away. Yeah, it's not just me. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes, me now? yes, we can hear you now. Okay, <laughs> so see that's that Thirteenth Amendment trying to get me down. Um, no, I was saying Avra. I think it's Avra Devernay. I can't pronounce her name right. She did the documentary called The Thirteenth, and she really unpacked a lot of that. You know, because there's there's a lot of states that still have antiquated laws in on their books, and if so all it would states. take is somebody. Oh, hold on, Alpha. Hold on. Yes. Yeah. And so they have these all these antiquated antiquated laws on the books, and you would be surprised how many of these old laws and codes still exist that would just devastate the minds of people. If he, and it's only because people don't know they exist that they don't enforce them. 
right? Imagine these laws being enforced in the, in the ways that they've been written. They just been, got antiquated and forgotten about. And so we have to do our due diligence to, to know and to be aware about you know, what these laws are. I remember, I think it was like Mississippi about a decade ago that ratified actual slavery, not like the 13th Amendment slavery, actual slavery was still on the books. So we just got a lot of work to do in that regards. And it starts to make you think about how we talk about, man, this is unlawful and these things are so wrong and so discriminatory. And it's because the people who are putting, who put laws into place are fully aware of laws that exist and they can get away with it legally. So if there was ever any repercussions, all they have to do is bring up an antiquated law and says, well, legally, we have the right to do what we do. Like wow. we got 50 plus states that we need to go and re-examine all the laws. Yeah. So thank you, Chief. So from the chat, Sunette said California has people trying to fight it as well. Emperor said there are more people in slavery today than at any time in human history. This does not include those imprisoned. There were people who were in, who, uh, who enslaved black people up until the 1960s in the U.S. Also, 2022, you still there are some places don't make the sun ever catch you. Um, like sundown states, they, they still exist. Mississippi, Texas, them still exist. Uh, truck driver it's recently. It's no, it's not the state. Um, it's not Africa. a city. It's, it's not. It's, yeah, sundown towns, and I can share a map if you. Yes, oh, please. Town, whatever. whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? No, hold on, hold on, Afa. But the thing is, we want to make no, sure the information. Yeah, the information. No. We want to make sure it's accurate. So, can you pin that at the top for us, Sunet, please? Yeah, I'll pin it. It's, okay. a, it's a nationwide map of um, sundown towns. It's not just in the south, unfortunately. We would think that's true, but it's not. Give me a couple of seconds, and I'm gonna pull it, pull it up. Here. All right, thank, oh, you. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, so she said it's not just in the south. Right, right. It's all yeah, over. So, so, so we are trying to say, we might not say it right, but we are saying it still exists. Some yeah. don't say still exist, but me talk about the one where me know for a fact still exists. That's what I call out uh, Mississippi and Texas. Because recently a truck driver uh, made a delivery. It went upon YouTube and uh, run them social something with the mouse of them and then put up. But yeah, it depends on a truck driver recently got through um, a situation like that where he make a delivery, sun start to asset, and it's like if it's a whole puppy just a look look on him. And one of the drive, um, the the owner deliver for at the place where my deliver, the, uh, one of the worker was like, "Hey, look, um, you, you need for orphan and leave uh, and leave here, so because I don't want you getting a problem, and I don't want to be the, me or the reason why they getting a problem." And he's like, "He kind of said not to realize where he was at until him, him, him like him double check for say which part, which town him actually in, and all them something, and when." Him, him realize and check it out he must say oh crap sundown state and that's still a one so you know what i mean so it it could say hey um um queensland has, um have a map or whatever it is for sure say and i just don't sort alone but all over which sundown city they all over but we just talk about what me kind of know about still you know what right. i mean and what would the thing recently happened i mean for up and, and get out before the sun the sun go down on him or the problem <sighs> It's sad. It is sad. 2022. Um, moments. Yeah, yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about this approach because, you know, I know America 
America is like 50 different countries in one. <laughs> Literally. Um, I believe that, you know, like what I've seen a lot from the LGBTQ community, you know, I be, it's, it's not the same. We, we can't compare them with the, the, the same struggle. It's, 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 it's different. But I believe that, you know, a lot of stuff that came out of civil civil rights movement was adopted by that movement. And they have advanced and, and, and they're like, you know, more advanced thinking now than the civil rights movement. I believe that there's a lot of stuff that from that movement that this, like black people in America, the civil rights movement can learn from. And one of the things that I realized is that a lot of people from the community, the LGBTQ community, um, in their organization, they try to, to look for um, friendly states and, and, and migrate to those states. And, and I'm, I'm thinking that isn't, isn't time now like sometimes, you know, you fight a fight, like you, you, you're like, okay, like, for example, like hockey and stuff like that. You fight to be in the game, even though you know that you're not welcome. I'm just thinking that isn't there a place now in, in, in this particular time where black Americans can just say, you know what? You know, New York State is more friendly. Let us migrate to New York and, and form a community um, instead of like, because like when I'm driving to the States or whatever, like I shake when I see a Confederate flag. You know, like like when when you're going through like Buffalo and you go through some of those small towns, like I'm going like 150 because I'm like I don't want anything up in in in, in this state where you you get a, a a flat tire or something like that. So isn't that something that and and I think the, the guy the guy that um, made the proposal um, during the Donald Trump election about the black party about forming a black party where uh, African Americans will support this party and they, they will sit down with Democrats and Republicans and, and say, look, the ones that do the most for us will get the black vote. It sounds, a lot of people say like, oh, this thing sounds ridiculous, but I think it's time that, you know, people, as I said the other day, segregation is not so bad. Segregation is not so bad. There's a community here in Canada where there is um, an interracial community it's the interracial capital of Canada. People move there because they don't want to be bullied because they're interracial and they form a community. So I believe that that's an approach that I think it's time to look at approach like that and go back into segregation where you can um, build your own banks, build your own schools and, 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 and thrive in America. You know, I, I think it's, it's time but, to go back to approach like that. But, but James, let me ask you a question to Sunet's point in the chat. Sounds good. But to uproot an entire family, do you know that it's costly? Yeah, but funerals are costly too. Exactly right, yes sir. <laughs> funerals are costly too. Like, no, like the thing yeah. is, like even uh, my wife and I have this discussion. But, but James, in this day and age, people should be able to live where they want to live. Yeah, but that's not our reality though moments. Like, my wife and I have this discussion, like one of the things that us as black people need to, 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 to do is to think about our family more. Like, for example, like, we live in Toronto, and we're thinking about our family, and we're saying, like, you know, Toronto is too big and too much stuff. There's a lot of drugs and stuff, like, and we're thinking about our kids and the future of our kids and what we want them. And we realize a lot of our peers, when they're thinking about the future, 
they're like, you know what, I want a 10-bedroom house, I'm going to live there, sir. And they, they make the transition without consulting with their kids. They're saying, like, the kids are, are just have to tag along. They don't check out the schools in the era. They don't... We do all of those stuff. They don't check out the diversity. They don't check out... Um, go on the internet now and, 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 and sweep the internet to see if the era that they're trying to go in, if the schools are have problem with racial issue and stuff like that. And people, we need, as a people, we need to start planning like that. Put our kids first, because we live our life already, right? Put our, you know, our kids are, 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 are human beings too. So, yeah, so like, I don't think, when you we live in certain places and as a mother, and say like a single mother, and you have a son, and you have to, that, that mental pressure that you are home every day and you want, you don't feel good unless your son comes through the door. Move to another state. So the problem with that, James, is that people have to move around and travel, right? So there's a tons of place in, in the United States. If you're black and you're there, you're safe when you're there. But when you have to move, make a move, it gets dangerous. Say, for instance, Atlanta, right? Pretty much safe for black people. But if you want to go to Florida, if you want to go up to Nashville, if you want to go across to North Carolina, you have to pass through these dangerous places because Atlanta yeah. kind of landlocked, right? So once you come out of Atlanta, you are not safe. Same thing for California. If I want to go over to Oregon or whatever, I have to drive through some mountains where it's just not safe. You know, um, people think California, oh, it's, it's safe. Trust me, I have a cousin live up in those mountains, and every time I go up there, I'm just so paranoid. Yeah, and he run into things sometimes. The only thing he do is just fly him Jamaican flag, and you know everybody start friend him up or whatever. But it's really just not safe. So you have to move around. You can't just you can't stay in your house forever. You can't stay in your city forever. You know, you have to move around. And once you leave outside of that comfort zone, you know, if I'm if I live in New York, I'm good. But if I'm coming to visit you in Canada and decide to drive, I have to drive to some dangerous places for a black man. So that's the big problem right there. It's just, you know, yeah. Afro McGee, who work on the road. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. I mean, it sounds good. But is it realistic when you consider, as you just highlighted, Dre, movement? Movement. So I'm looking at the map that um, Sunet, thank you, Sunet, put at the top. This is alarming. This is like almost half the country of populated areas, right? We know there's a lot of land mass, um, especially to the West. But I'm looking at this and especially up in the north east that that red that almost <laughs> that entire area th this can't be possible it's 2022 Th this is okay oklahoma iowa kentucky ohio uh oh lord have mercy the heavily the most concentrated area st louis what's this i can't i can't I, I see i don't even know the map that good so forgive me but um this is really but moments 
Yeah. You have to understand that this is the history of the towns. A lot of the towns may or may not still evoke this type of mindset. Oh boy. It's a little disconcerting, Javette. Just I guess the colors are blinding and we yes, and I thank you for that for bringing that realization to the forefront. But I guess when you look at the map as a whole, it's just blaring and it's like screaming <laughs> at you, you know? Yeah. I was just Hold on yeah. war, hold on war. Dre Sonnet and then war. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dre. I was in a set. I, I want to tell you, sometimes when you're in these towns, the entire town know you're there. I was in a town once called, <laughs> a little outside of a town called Paradise, that, that in California. That town actually got burnt down, right? Um, because of a, of a fire. And we live a little bit outside of the town, but we had to go into town to get stuff, right? And we, 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 we rent the place from this um, guy, white, obviously. Cool guy, right? And... We went in the town to to have something fixed, and we were given the guy the address. Like this is our address, and the guy said, "We know. You live up there by Glenn's house." And me and my friend turn around and look at him like, "What?" Like everyone in the town know where we live. Know that. Three black people live in another town, where them live, and who is responsible for them. And up to this day, I was like, no one really mess with us because this guy, like, they know him and they respect him, you know? But they literally know when you're there, they know when you pass through. Like, these towns are small and nothing get passed by them. And they know that black people don't really live in those towns. And if you're black and you live in those towns, they know you. They know your family. I want to tell you that when you come in the town, they know who you come to look for. They they just know. So it is it is dangerous out there. It's just it's it's crazy. It is. All right. Thank you so much, Grace. Oh. Sunet, hold on. After Sunet, go ahead for me, please. After Sunet, it's war. I didn't have a whole lot, but I wanted to say that Javette, Yes, these maps are old, but some of them, even if they're not being upheld by the say the town. There are always some factions in there who want to keep it that way. And because they haven't fully removed it, they will try to um, keep it going. Um, and like exactly what Dre was saying, that's like so, so true. We were planning to like do a quick getaway within the state of California because we wanted to do something. Getaway, it's a summer break, you know? Mm -hmm. And I asked a coworker, um, former coworker, because she always goes up to the, um, to the lakes with her mom. Um, it's not Shasta, it's another lake, I've forgotten which one. And I'm like, so Robin, tell me honestly, is there any diversity up there? What, what is, is it someplace I should come? She's like, are you going to jet ski? I said, no. And she said, no, do not come up here. There's not enough up here for you or any or your family. Wow. And she was honest with me and I appreciated that because I don't wanna go to some uncomfortable situation. Why should I bring my family to that? Yeah. But she was open and she told me that and I appreciated it. There, there's some places you just know you don't, if you don't need to be there, so, so keep let me, yourself there. Let yeah, me yeah. ask you something, Sunette, because it's interesting. Hold on, I'll soon get to you. But let me ask you a question, Sunette. So she knows that it is a town that is, or a place that's not welcoming, right? And we're going to use the word welcoming. She knows that. 
how does she feel about black people? Because if you want to support black people and you say you're advocating for black people, wouldn't that be an opportunity to boycott places like those? See, that's where you think, that's when you want to think that people care about everybody else. So sure, she likes black people and she likes the black people and the, and the brown people we work, we all work together with, but that's where her mother lived. And what, you know, one person, yes, one person could make a lot of things change, but I don't think they have enough invested to make a change because it's not affecting them. Mm. They can go about their life completely fine. Nothing's affected. They're not discriminated. Some people, if it doesn't affect them, it means nothing to them. To them. Uh, for a lot of things. If 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 you people who are anti-gun, right, or people who are say, oh, I don't care about guns, until a gun kills your child. Yeah. That's those people. If it doesn't affect you, it doesn't mean anything. I don't care about incest or, no, slap that. I don't care about abortion until your 13-year-old gets pregnant. Right. Right? And then what are you going to do? Then you want to make sure that your 13-year-old who can't support a child should abort it, right? That's how people are. If it doesn't affect them, they don't care. Wow. Thank, thank you for highlighting that, Sunet. So it is very important, before venturing off on your next adventure, do some research. Don't put yourself in the lion's den, right? Because of ignorance. And I think a lot of us, we want to explore, we want to go out, we want to embrace the world and take it all in. But we also have to think of our security. What is it that we're willing? How far are we willing to push the envelope, right? Are we willing to put our lives at risk? So I am very grateful that you highlighted that example for us, Sunette, because it's important. For me, it's an awakening, right? And a reminder, you can't go everywhere. You're not going to be welcomed everywhere and you don't want to end up being a victim. You don't want a cold case on your situation. War, thank you for your patience. Go right ahead. Um, I'm thinking about this and I'm conflicted at the same time because it seems for us, you know, as um, black people, you know, people of color, so to speak, if we look at the world through those lenses, then we're not welcome in so many places around the world. We're not free uh, um, to travel or we have to uh, double think. Because though we're thinking of it right now locally, um, if we really look at it, we're not welcome anywhere because it seems like all the other races have something, and I shouldn't even say races, but the other ethnic groups have something against us in particular. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're not welcome anywhere. So, should we shrink, hmm. you know, and shrink and get ever and ever smaller and not, you know, um, push the envelope because the world, we were born in it and we have a right to it. So, what do, what, what should we really do? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I don't say... We should go and, um, you know what I mean, expose ourselves to unnecessary danger. But we, I believe, should assert our rights as human beings to live in this world because there's none that have any rights above us, you know? Any so-called God-given rights above us to exist and move around on the planet. Right. You know, above what we, we do. So, though it is a challenge, 
I honestly think we shouldn't um, we shouldn't look at it from the fear perspective. Otherwise, the people who came before us, right, who enable us to be even in the space that we're at now, would have sacrificed themselves for nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, in these places that we were living, we were not welcomed. Especially, I know, here in Canada, so many places back in the early days. We were not um, welcomed. And when I say early days, I mean in this in the last um in this century here you know what i mean yeah 1920th century you know what i mean our ancestors who came before you know what i mean performed the work to build these places you know what i mean mm-hmm. how they were treated you know and died and then and then after the work most of the work was done and say okay we don't need these people they are a problem try to push us out you know what i mean and now others came before us and enabled us to come and you know, be living in this so-called uh, better life, so to speak. But yet, we're living and have to be looking over our shoulders. So are we going to continue to shrink or do we push ahead so that this whole planet become a place where we're more safer? You so, know what I mean? Because I was I was driving for a couple of years, uh-huh. you know, and right throughout um, the from the Midwest to the East. I mean, I do a lot of driving, and even here in Canada, and I come into even these small towns, and sometimes I have to overnight there. You know what I mean? I'm, I count myself very fortunate that I have not had any of those incidents, but yes, there are places where I feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Because you're there, you're the only black person. You know? But overall, right? I don't know. I don't know. I call myself fortunate. But <laughs> even in places where I did need help, mm-hmm. you know, in these small places, when there was a problem or something, I I had people come and help me. So it's like I don't know. Yeah. It, it, but it's, I'm thinking it's sticky, we shouldn't shrink. It's yeah. sticky war. So I agree with you that we should not be shrinking. We need to forge ahead, right? But it's how we do it. How are we going to um, push for change? How do we continue to move into spaces? I think it's something that there has to be a lot of careful planning. um, Because being forceful can also backfire on us, right? So it's how we navigate. I think it comes down to careful planning. Um, as one one strategy, I'm sure there are other ideas, right? Um, unfortunately, I do have to wrap up this conversation and keep it moving. But I'm just going to say it is unfortunate that in 2022 that this is something that people are going to actually vote on, right? Really an eye-opener for me. Um, another Another page... <laughs> from the books of history that I'm learning from and we continue to learn daily because of course it's impossible to know everything right but I'm glad for the awareness I appreciate it and I it gives me a deeper understanding right um and I do appreciate everyone's angle everyone's perspective and everyone's contribution yeah Whew. gotta take a quick break <laughs> 
is a soca, but we're doing it in so gay, styly Monday. Move it Monday here on Coffee and Tell. Thank you all so much thank you thank you thank you thank you to all the listeners logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com janoradio.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens i'm moments with me you're listening to coffee in tow world news on the go every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views in the interest of time we're going to be skipping over business and tech news we'll catch that up tomorrow along with health and science news uh sports news sorry marlon we're not going to talk about the dolphins winning the patriots because that's just a one in a million things happening we're going to skip over to caribbean corner we'll be right back keep it locked Monday here on Coffee and Toe. We're doing it in so gay style, a mixture of soca, dance hall, reggae, reggaeton, calypso, everything bundled up in one. Hope the music is helping you get your blood pumping and you ready to take on the week.
out your bag, no bumper clap. Use the no angel, the hundred party start. Remember, coming up later on tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern on QMZRadio.com, JohnnoRadio.com, and right here on Clubhouse, it is the return of Days After Dark, Season 4. Yep, four seasons, can't believe it. Come November 1st will be a year since we launched Days After Dark. Wow, time flies. Don't forget to join us tonight. Set your alarms. Turn on your notifications. Days After Dark. D-A-Y-Z After Dark. Join moments with me, Rosolo, Sunette, and Marlon as it we, you know, we talk about adult situationships, relationships. It's real relationship talk. All right, thank you for that good workout. It is time for Caribbean Corner. (laughs) 
And our stories out of the Caribbean corner are courtesy of CaribbeanLoopNews.com. Antigua plans to hold referendum on whether to become a republic. Prime Minister of Antigua and Barbuda, Gaston Brown, has said that he plans to allow Antiguans and Barbudans to determine whether the Caribbean nation should become a republic. This latest update follows the passing of QE2, Queen Elizabeth II, just days ago. Speaking during the Brown and Brown radio talk show on Saturday, the Prime Minister said becoming a republic remains an ambition for Antigua and Barbuda. He believes early in their next term, the government should be in a position to put a constitutional question to the people of Antigua and Barbuda and to determine whether or not the country should transition from the monarch as their head of state, King Charles III, and have their own president, a local Antiguan and Barbudan, who will serve as president of the new republic. How are you feeling, Javette? Are you ready for that? I have to say it's going to come across more countries mm-hmm. with her passing. But it's going to be interesting who runs in Antigua. Very interesting. Because mm. there have been like two families that have controlled Antigua for a while. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's mm. see what happens. It's similar to Jamaica eh? and the rest <laughs> of the Caribbean. <laughs> Ah, the thread that wove us all together, War. <laughs> but, but, I mean, okay, the queen died, right? Mm-hmm. But someone has taken her place. Mm-hmm. Was all these nations just waiting for her to pass? Probably. Because you know it's coming. Yeah, it is. London Bridge is going to fall down permanently. Yeah, yeah but what, 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 I, what I'm curious about, though, like, um... Because there, there's a lot of layers to this thing. Um, when you become a republic, are you a part of the Commonwealth still? You, you can still be, yes. You can choose to still be like how Barbados it chose to be. So what if you opt out? What, is, what do you mean? Is no, because is, is, is Trinidad, Trinidad a part of the Commonwealth? Yes. No, but what I'm saying, is there, is there like a way that, okay, like you, you said, okay, I don't want to have anything to do with the monarchy and I, I'm going to opt out of being a commonwealth because it seemed like it seemed like there's still benefits from the royal family to having the commonwealth going. So I feel like if you're going to cut ties, you just cut it completely, like just, you know, right, you know, get away from them. So there's no more commonwealth games. There's no more like ties to, to, to the monarchy. I mean, it's multi-layered. I feel like, um, good morning, good morning. Good so morning, I, 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 Good morning, moments. <laughs> I, I think that um, it's just like any other membership, right? CARICOM, the, the unfortunate piece. And I'm not a well-versed person in it. I'm still learning as well. Um, but there are benefits to connecting to um, countries and, and getting um, trade and stuff like that. The piece about the monarch, though, is that's disturbing for me uh, outside of the history that is very, very unfortunate, is that if a prime minister is appointed, like in the Caribbean, uh, they have to get the like the final kind of OK from the 
even though the people um, voted that prime minister in, um, the governor general has to be a part of that who is representing the queen, you know, and and that to me is so unfortunate, or now in this case, the king. Um, and there are certain things that they have to go through, albeit formalities, they have to do something, they have to do things that engage the governor general who is the representative of the queen and, um, or now the king. So I think in terms of that, you know, it, it's helpful for the countries to just remove itself and have real autonomy, truly, um, so that they, you know, so they can remove that piece of it. Um, I'm kind of, mm, I don't really don't care if people want to choose to be in the Commonwealth or not. I think there are benefits to it, but I do think that there's an unfortunate, unfortunate history about why there is a Commonwealth that's tied to colonization. So I, I take it or leave it, but I understand the economic benefits that may, ha be, may, may be a part of it um, being able to be a part of nations that you can trade with and, and, and stuff. But I, I don't know completely the benefits um, of it. It's just my uh, personal opinion. I was about to ask you, so I'm glad you said that, because I was about to ask you, what are the benefits of being a member of the Commonwealth? Yeah, but, but moments. I think the, the, world, the world has changed in the past 30 years, and there's, it's, a, it's a free market now. So for me, I believe that um, free market being that Jamaica has, or any other country in the Caribbean, has the ability to go out and to secure any deal that they want with mm -hmm. any country. It's, it's, it's free. It's like the world has changed. It, it, it's no more. So it's almost like, like a double. It's almost like you're having two, two degree like in, this, in, in, in the similar stuff. It, it doesn't make sense because, okay, like if there are any benefits to be gotten from um, being a part of the Commonwealth um, is not needed because we live in a, in, a, in a global, in a free world economy where we can trade. The only thing that threatens, um, America threatens our trade more than being a part of the Commonwealth. You know, America, being in the Commonwealth, if you want to do something with China and the Commonwealth, um, being a part of the Commonwealth is okay with that. If America said no, is no. You know, so America has more to do with that than so I don't see the benefit and and nothing in life is free. So if you're a part of the Commonwealth, I'm sure the, the, the monarchy is gaining from that more than they're giving. So for me, I just feel like if there's a way to cut ties completely um, because of the, the, the historical um, significance and everything, I believe it just make a clean cut. And yeah, I, I don't think it should affect don't be a part of any Commonwealth game. Like, I don't know the full benefits behind the Commonwealth, but knowing the, the history of the royal family, there's more benefit on their side than what any Commonwealth country would be getting. That's what I'm here thinking I mean, to James. I think it benefits them more, but I'm doing some research while y'all are talking. So go right ahead, um, Empress. I, I do, I, trust me, I really, I'm there with you in terms of that, right? Um, in terms of, I think that there is a lot of um, reckoning that needs to happen, especially with what the um, British Empire has stolen from the Commonwealth wealth that should be returned. One of the biggest benefits that I can think about, um, you know, I have more um, ability to travel freely as a Jamaican citizen 
than as an American citizen. So my friend and I, we were going to go to India and she is American. Um, I, I mean, I have an American passport, right? But um, I found out that going to India because I am, I can utilize, with utilizing my Jamaican passport, I can go into, into India without all the different fees. And that's the same thing with going to a lot of, you know, the Commonwealth countries, you can travel um, a lot more freely and there are benefits for a citizen of the Commonwealth. That's the biggest thing that I, I can think about. Um, and I, there may be some other benefits to it, but I, um, I think it's a layered thing. I'm not saying that we should have um, ties to the monarchy. I do not believe in that at all. Um, but there is also a, a, a cultural, like, you know, there, there are things, unfortunately, that are common with people in the Commonwealth because of that colonial tie that I can go to South Africa, I can go to Philippines, um, and there are certain similarities because of that, that, um, you know, that, that, that is there. But in terms of being a part of the, 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 the you know, having the, the so-called royal as a head of state for your country, I'm really not down with that. Um, and I take it or leave it either way. Okay. So, okay. Hold so on, Jamaica, James. Hold, hold on, James. Hold on, James. Go ahead, Javette. So Jamaica is not part of the Commonwealth, right? Jamaica is not part of it, right? Yes, we Jamaica are. Jamaica is part of it. Yeah. Yes, you we are. are. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. we okay. are. So how come Jamaican dollars are different than the EC money that we use in Antigua? I don't know. So that's a geographic because so Antigua used the EU, the EU, right? EC, EC, EC. Sorry, sorry, sorry. EC, yeah, because uh, the 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 Eastern Caribbean came up with their own currency. But they're still a part of the Commonwealth, which is okay. So uh, it's very confusing. I, I I'm 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 I'm, question, I'm questioning why um, the dollar does not weigh. You know the difference in the money. Yeah, yeah. So one U.S. dollar to one Jamaican dollar versus one U.S. dollar to one Antiguan dollar. Um, Jamaica denied. Jamaica had the opportunity to. It's supposed to be a Caribbean, the same way there's a European dollar. It's supposed to be like a one Caribbean and Jamaica and a few other countries, Trinidad and other Caribbean countries didn't want to be a part of it because at the time, mm. at the time the Jamaican dollar was was stronger than the U.S. dollar at the time that that decision was made. So they didn't think that the economy would, would go in such a free fall because in 1960 um, something, the Jamaican dollar, when the Jamaican dollar just came out after independence, it was higher than the British, the British, um, the American dollar, right? So at that time, the, the Jamaica was given the opportunity to, to govern, came, I think it's Cayman Island, the British government gave Jamaica the opportunity and the leaders at the time said, no, we don't want them. We want to be independent. We'll do our own stuff. And the, the Caribbean the dollar was supposed to be created shortly after that. And because Jamaica, the economy was was good at the time, they denied. And now the EC is like, what, two to one? And Jamaica is like a million to one, or, you know? So, yeah, it's their fault. Okay, so I jumped on um, Google, of course, and the benefits, the Commonwealth benefits, right? 
There are many benefits of holding a Commonwealth passport, which include visa-free travel, education, and business opportunities with Plan B security. Citizenship in a Commonwealth country comes with some added advantages. Because of the connection with the UK, Commonwealth citizens do not require visas to enter the UK. Is that still true, though? And can spend up to six months a year there. Commonwealth citizens are also entitled to extra assistance from British embassies if they face difficulty in a non-Commonwealth country while traveling. The UK government's website states we may also help, we may also help Commonwealth nationals in non-Commonwealth countries where they do not have any diplomatic or consular representation but will normally ask their nearest embassy to provide any ongoing assistance required. In certain circumstances, such as a lost or stolen travel document, a UK emergency passport can also be issued to unrepresented Commonwealth citizens with the permission of their national government. So what I'm hearing here is um, travel. Okay, so let me dig a little deeper. Um, travel. Yeah, travel. Moments, that's false, though. No, it's travel and business. That's it's what I'm saying. Like, I think for the individual. Yeah, and, it's false, you know, though. Hold on, James. Go ahead, Empress. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I, I'm sorry. No, I was saying that, you know, for a citizen of a commonwealth, there are a lot of um, that you spoke about and I shared earlier, yes, there's travel, but there are also business benefits okay. when working with other Commonwealth um, nations. Um, so as a citizen, there are benefits, but I also want to make sure it's clear. I don't know if that over, if those benefits, um, you know, outweigh the historical, you know, consequences, the historical um, disease and pain that has happened in our countries. I don't know, you know, we can create and forge something without the overshadowing of the British monarch. Okay, thank you for that. Um, James, back to you. And I want to ask you a question, James, because you're in Canada and I'm looking at the chat and Virginia said education. So someone leaving Jamaica and going to Canada, how does that come into play, the education? How, how, what's the benefit there? Yeah, no, what I'm saying, the, the benefits are, are very layered. It's not, it's not like, you know, like a, you're part of an organization and every country enjoy the same benefit. It's not like that in the Commonwealth. Um, for example, Jamaica is a part of the Commonwealth. Jamaicans cannot travel to, to England without a passport, right? Hold on, James. I want to talk about the education and Jamaica and Canada because Jamaica and Canada are both members of the Commonwealth. How does a Jamaican benefit when it comes to education in Canada, seeing that they're member um, countries? No, but there's, there's no benefit um, in terms of education because um, Canada education system is, is, is different. It's, it's, it's more American-like than, than British. You see, the way how um, the, the education system, like, in the Caribbean and in some other country, like with the the GCE and the way our education is structured, mm -hmm. um, Canada is completely different. Canada would be more comparable to, to, to America. Um, there are no benefits in terms of discount 
tracks or whatever like so pretty much there's no benefit like you travel to canada you're an international student from any other commonwealth country like you're coming from america you're coming from other countries that are not a part of the commonwealth mm -hmm. because a lot of people come to canada from russia not a part of the commonwealth they're paying the same there's no advantage being a member of CARICOM as opposed to being a Russian student that come to Canada. The same exact same um, thing. You're, you're the same hoops you have to jump through to get to Canada. So there's no benefit where education is concerned. Okay. What about? Okay. I'm sorry. Just quickly, James, is that something that you know know, or is that your opinion? Because I I don't no, know. No, that's something I know know. Oh, okay. Okay. I know. Yeah, international students are international students. There's no Commonwealth international student like i know a lot of jamaicans that uh, um came here the, the 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 reason why jamaicans come here for education the benefits that they get from it is because canada is, is a, a country that's trying to grow and the best way to get into canada is to come through education you, you come and you finish your degree and you automatically apply for permanent residence and you can apply for citizenship but there's no discount to be had there's nothing no connection in terms of commonwealth the education system is structured completely different from um, the, the Caribbean education system. Completely different. Uh, a matter of fact, when you come from Jamaica, because my daughter, when my daughter came up um, from Jamaica, you had to go through, um, they have to do a test to get into the, the, the education system here because mm -hmm. it's, complete, it's structured completely different. Yeah, so there's, there's no benefits. No benefit there. Okay. There's one more story I want to squeeze in before we have to wrap up. Can't believe time has run off on us. Um, let me jump over to it. So I'm not sure. Let, let me pin the link at the top. Um, I've been seeing people making comments on um, TikTok as it relates to this sign that was erected in the grill and the cost of the sign and the purpose of the sign. So I'm just waiting for it to pin there. Okay, so you can take a look at it. Authorities hope the $12 million Negro sign will increase foot traffic in the area. So major development plans, including an additional 5,000 hotel rooms, are on the drawing board for Negril over the next five years. In fact, Minister of Tourism Edmund Bartlett has hinted at the western Jamaican town being given a status that would remove it from the dual management it now has between Hanover and Westmoreland. Top-level discussions have started between multiple government ministries and stakeholders of Negril on aspects of the development to be rolled out over time. And with tourism being a critical component, Minister Barnett on Friday spoke of some things to come as he gave the keynote address at the unveiling of a multi-colored Negril welcome sign at the eastern end of the resort town known as the Capital of Casual. The $12 million sign features a lay-by and walkway retaining wall landscaping and the fabrication of letters in red gold and green reflecting the vibe of Negril. it also comes with a solar lighting which helps with its visibility at night and its sustainability executive director of the tourism product development company limited wade mars has dubbed the Negril welcome sign the jam iconic photo experience and like him Bartlett anticipates that in addition to boosting the aesthetic of the resort area, the sign will also act as a catalyst to attract greater foot traffic to the area.
The tourism executive said research has shown that accessible photo experiences within destinations provide visitors with an additional incentive sorry, to travel longer and further to capture these scenic shots as part of their vacation experience. It is therefore intended that the existence of these sites will also provide the home destination with user-generated content for marketing, which has a multiplier effect in attracting audiences. Do we believe that $12 million couldn't make, make 12 signs, one for each parish? How much people travel for a tech picture when you put up the Montego Bay sign? Like, real talk. When you put up this Montego Bay sign or whatever, how much people wrong to take picture in front of this Montego Bay sign? You're in the Matrix, Apple. Cost so much millions of dollars. You're in the, you're in the Matrix, yes. Somebody else was going to say, was it you or you were going to yeah. say something? Go right ahead. We lost Apple yeah. there. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> To me, um, this further goes to the um, to the um, frivolous spending yeah. that the that the government makes, right? And still, they they don't get it, in my estimation, right? They're always putting the money in the wrong place, mm-hmm. and I think at this point it, it it's deliberate. How much more that money could have benefit um, um, teachers? Right, mm-hmm. who will then be in a better position to invest in students? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. They're they're just not investing in the right place. Tourism is always the the, the go to thing, and it is um, proven that as soon as there's a problem in the world or something like that, the economy fall apart because tourism fall apart. You know what I mean? There's not to me enough emphasis on diversification. You know what I mean? And right. putting the money um, where it will better benefit um, Jamaicans as a whole. All right. So I'm going to read. Just wrong thinking. Let me read this other article real quick for you. And, and, and I, this is what they're going to use as their justification where the cost of the um, sign is concerned. Right. Um, so they're saying that Jamaica records best summer for tourism in the country's history. Jamaica has this year recorded the best stopover visitor arrivals figure and foreign exchange earnings for any summer period in the country's history. Tourism Minister Edmund Bartlett indicated that we have 5,000 more visitors than in the summer of 2019, which was a record year. And the better news is that our earnings in the summer of 2022 are up. 20% over 2019. So not only is it that the numbers of visitors came, but the earnings from tourism also grew. So this summer is the best summer that tourism has experienced in the history of Jamaica. He was addressing the welcome ceremony for the 18th annual USA Travel Advisor Golf Tournament at Sandals Ochi Beach Resort in St. Anne on September 10. Bartlett said that at the beginning of 2022, the tourism sector was projected to earn U.S. $3.5 billion and welcome approximately 2.3 million stopover visitors for the year to be the Caribbean's fastest growing tourist destination. Now, let's tie it into this sign. Does that justify the sign costing $12 million? No. 
I'm looking at the sign and I don't see what part of it should cost $12 million. It's sitting on a concrete base. They're using solar panels to, for, for sustainability, right? I get that. I appreciate that. I'm looking at the few little shrubs where them have dropped down in front of the sign. And I'm looking at the wood chips that were, cor- were surrounded the sign. I don't see $12 million. And I'm sick of the government of Jamaica arbitrarily throwing money into people's pockets and then they're going to say it's for photo up photo up my behind you could build 12 signs drop another two million on it and the 14 signs one for each parish around the country since we're talking about photo up so people can say hey i went to saint Anne. hey i went to westmala hey i went to saint catherine that's not 12 million dollars and me want them show me a breakdown of whoever charged them the 12 million dollars exactly what the material make out of how much time it took them to build it me want a breakdown me want a breakdown jlp me want what your name andrew hullis me want a breakdown because 12 million dollars that's to me is exorbitant i'm a done talk um you know, say follow the money trail <laughs> and you'll see who got the contract and their relationships Mawa said the bill. Well, I hear me now. Yes, Afo, go ahead. You got oh, one yeah. minute. <laughs> Sorry. The sign actually metal. Like, it, it, it's like zinc or some kind of. Alright, there's a video on social media. One of them sent it to you where somebody go to it and knock it. It sounds like some kind of. Some kind of. Sheet, sheet plate metal or something. And it just. Them just wrap it around. Uh, that's the video. So, I don't know, solid. If you hit it too hard, you can't dent. So, I don't know, solid. Solid, you know what I mean? Uh, again, these are the same people who say they want to take away masonry from off um, the, 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 the hard trust program. They're going to learn the skills and all them something. They say they want to take it off. Um, because people, the Jamaican people need for basically. Or the youth of Jamaica, them need to think higher. So they will come with robotics and some kind of engineering stuff and all them something there. So my thing is this: who are gonna build the facility for them go do them robotics training? Who are gonna build the hotel them for house the tourism? Um, the tourist them with them collect basically how much they import the labor the, the labor they might import that remember we talked about that couple months oh, ago you know? they are going true. to import the true. labor so we're not have to ask no question that's so true. we just want to see the bill right now yeah, we man. want to see the bill you see me again them do some kind of census thing or survey or whatever it is and people say i want for people right now say yo the government corrupt <laughs> You know, alright, alright, but don't talk. I just want to see the bill. That's all I want to see. Show me the bill. I want to see an itemized bill. I want to see what it what the consistency is. I want to know what the makeup is, what material was used. I want to know who the contractors are. I want to know who the suppliers are. That's all I want to know. I don't want to tell me nothing else right about it. I want to see the bill. I want to see the bill because of taxpayer money. I want to see the bill. I want to see the bill. Yeah, I, I have a different um, thing. Like, I think it, the, the bill sounds high, but I don't have a problem with the sign. And I don't have the problem with the reasoning behind it. We don't have a problem with that, James. Are the money I talk about? 
because, well, I, I don't know what things are going for in Jamaica right now. But for me, I think one of my problems over the years is that Jamaica tourism, um, the way it's structured from um, the all James, don't go anywhere. Hold that thought. I do have to do okay. the online wrap-up. I do apologize. I just want to see the bill. I want to see the bill. I want to see the people them bill because this no make no sense. Hold on one second, Chief. But me want you to point to the ground and bring it up back. Turn round now and show where you got. Don't have the catch, girl. Don't do me that. <laughs> yeah. Straight Jamaican, win Americano. Look how the girl in my mind for the Marco. But I read top, how she a guanso. She deserve a medal for her fanso. Where she went and come up and go down, down. She make up a touch, down, down. She not leave me alone. The girl them love her Jamaican sound. Where me see the girl them? say thank you to all the listeners who logged on to the quality music zone qmzradio.com and remember for quality music while you work or play log on to qmzradio.com to help you get through your day and to all the listeners on janoradio.com of course gotta give you a big thank you don't forget to go ahead and download that jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o available in your apple and google play stores jano radio take us on the go and what would coffee into be without everyone here on clubhouse where the conversation happens i am moments with me you were listening to coffee until world news on the go every monday through friday 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views always great conversation shared views varying opinions and interesting perspectives Follow me on Twitter at me media moments on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok moments with me media and the me in everything is MI. Don't forget coming up later on tonight 10 p.m. Eastern on QMZRadio.com JanoRadio.com and if you want to be a part of the conversation hop on over to Clubhouse it is days after dark real relationship talk join the team moments with me Rose Solo, Sunnet and Marlon as we tackle relationship issues see you at 10 p.m. Eastern Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask that you please be safe. Looking forward to seeing you all tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, right here on Coffee Intel. Have a wonderful rest of your day, folks. This is Moments with me, signing out of QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. Yeah.